Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so excited about all things Christmas. And that just means cookies. We're excited about the cookies and Jesus. We're not excited about the traffic. Mm-mm. We're not excited about... The tourists, because of where I live. Oh, yeah. Well, tourists in downtown Seattle during Christmas is just... It's just... You got to go in the morning on like a Tuesday to right. avoid it. Because you're just like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Normally, it should take me 35 to 37 minutes to get downtown Seattle from my house. Exactly. And on and during Christmas season, it's like an hour and a half. So... You're right. You're right. You're right. Shoot. Also, we're a big fan of Mariah Carey. At least I speak for myself on this one. I don't know if you are, actually. That's facts. I really only listen to Mariah Carey's Christmas album and Boys to Men Christmas album, and everything (gasps) else is dead to me. Oh, there is, like, one holiday movie that I can't think of right now, but Chris Brown, I know how we feel about him. I know, but he does a version of a song that I really love on that album. Oh, we can't. We don't endorse. Why, though, does not endorse this as a couple? I literally just said, I know how we feel about him. Yeah, okay. song is so good. (laughs) I want to get It's not even his song. It's a remake. It's a remake. Hey, you know John Legend has Mm -hmm. a Christmas album and it's Bomb Dig, right? Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it came out last year. It made the holidays for me. I was like, okay, John. Okay. amazing. It's good. Oh, it's called This Christmas. Duh. Remember that song? This Christmas. Oh, I love that song. Hang on a mistletoe. He's got a really good version. Oh, I I could see him. Mm -hmm. I feel like back in the day, Monique had a really good version of that too. I just want to throw that out there. I just like want to that. throw that out there. It's amazing. <laughs> well, the holidays are upon us. Why the listeners? And today is all about why holidays are great on a budget, though. Mm-hmm. But first, let us just tell you Ashley's day because it's too good to keep from you. We can't keep it in the vault. You must know. <laughs> Ashley, what have you already done today? Oh, my gosh, listeners. So uh, I have been thinking that my driver's license has been expired for a very long time. And in New York, you have... A whole year grace period if you come from another straight state, even if it's expired, to update your license. So I was like, great, I got time. But then I was like, listen, we're going to do a big drive down to see my mom for Thanksgiving. And so I need to go ahead and update my license. So I drive from Harlem to Yonkers, which is really far away for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. It's very far. Is it north? Like, where it's are north. we going? Uh-huh. It's we're north, north of okay. the city, like headed towards the Bronx, but like up, 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 up. And it's a beautiful drive. It's a beautiful city. I love Yonkers. In fact, we go there quite often because it's so gorgeous. However, I get all the way up there. I wait in line. I get my little number. I get the paperwork. Now I've gotten together my passport, utility bill, um, bank statement, social security card, and my regular driver's license. So five items I spent a lot of time on finding them, printing them, doing all the things. And then I go to fill out the form and I pull out my driver's license and show enough it does not even need to be updated until <gasps> February of 2020. So I have to give my ticket back to the lady and say, I was wrong. Nothing is expired and I'm leaving. <laughs> Got in my Ashley Abercrombie, I down. didn't know that part. I just yes, thought it was it funny when you said I went to the DMV in mm-hmm. Yonkers. Yep, <laughs> I did. And then I also missed the street cleaning window for those of you who are out there in these streets dealing with street cleaning. And so that means I had to wait for the second street cleaning window so it was a whole thing. 
Um, so like, you did go. you That's did you arrange childcare for this, or do you have your kids? No, with thank God. Cody works from home on Mondays, and we have oh. one sick kid and one kid who's a wonderful napper. So he's still able to work and do his thing. But yeah, it was a whole situation, ladies and gentlemen. Not exactly how you want to start Thanksgiving week, but if you are looking for opportunities to practice gratitude, um, I had one. Oh, I'd have to get my praise on. Mm-hmm. I'd have to get my praise mm-hmm. on through that. The yep, DMV necessary. is where dreams go to die, truly. Like, I, I agree just, with you. It's just such a, mm-hmm. yeah, that and the Social Security office, both, Ooh, I have, even worse. I have some PTSD. I'm not That's why lie. it took me two years to update my last name when we got married, because I was so afraid of the Los Angeles Social Security office. And you should I, be. I had a reason. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> it was appropriate fear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember trying to change my name. And I had all the necessary documentation, uh, listeners, if you don't already know, uh, from previous episodes, I'm an immigrant, and I had my naturalization papers, and I had my stateside birth certificate, um, I had um, a U, uh, what else did I have? Things I needed. And I show up, and they said, well, what's your green card number? And I was like, as you can clearly mm. see from my naturalization papers, I am a, I'm a citizen of this great country. <laughs> and they said, but what's your number? I said, Listen! I don't mm. got no number. Mm. And I was like, I need to speak to your manager. Is her, is her name Karen? Like, I don't know. I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> you are hilarious. And the I'm guy was like, no, this, that's not how the process works. I'm like, I am an American citizen. Here's my passport. Like, mm. come on, man. And he wouldn't do it. So I had to come back another time because he didn't know what he was doing, apparently. And the next lady was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you have all the necessary documentation. And, you know, after you waited two hours to get the number and then get called back. And then right. the next time you go, sorry, this is Social Security office, not the DMV. But still, but still, there's numbers to be taken from a dispenser and you have to wait. It's basically, I mean, snap. Is that it's why Chick-fil-A, they bring the, the food place, to you? To be they don't want you to have DMV trauma? Maybe. I mean, uh-huh. And then they say, it's my pleasure. I don't know how this ended up at Chick-fil-A, but I'm just saying, you're going to need some Chick-fil-A after you've been waiting you at do. the DMV. You need an ice cream cone after that, you know, from Chick-fil-A. That's great. Or peach and um, peach milkshake. You know, you need something. You know what? I want a cave to that peach milkshake. I do. I it's do. Not, I want it's a not pe- really I want worth a cave. it. I'm sorry to Chick-fil-A. But it's, I don't know if I I'm can do it. I'm sorry to this man. It's not worth it. I know, right? <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, oh. It's not worth it. Have you tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I haven't because it, it was always sold out, and then oh. I feel that the moment passed. But Popeye's is a regular part of our New York experience, so, you know, but I don't have to have the chicken sandwich. I'm very happy with the fried popcorn shrimp or the, the chicken nuggets, so I'm good. Oh, yeah, fried popcorn shrimp all day. Yeah, I just have delicious. to, before we continue, one last thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to the holidays, we swear. You know what? We're trying to distract you from how hellacious the holidays are with... <laughs> Target and traffic Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. the spiced drinks from Starbucks that are going to give you a UTI. We're just trying to make it easy for you guys. Okay. (laughs) Wow, that has never happened to me personally. It's a thing. I mean, I'm story there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's happened to me either. I've just heard through the grapevine it can. (laughs) I don't sweeten my coffee, Ashley. You know this. Wow, I do know this, and I still am so shocked every time. Oh my gosh, Ashley, are you even ready? I drink my coffee black now, listeners. I feel like I've arrived. Mm. I feel like Have you though? Are you I'm ready to judge everyone else who doesn't drink their coffee black. I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready yeah. to look at them with such disdain wow. that they want to withhold the half and half. I'm, I know I'm there. Well, it sounds like you should talk to your family about moving to New York because when you ask for any sweetener in your coffee in New York, they will be like, we don't serve candy here. 
Oh that my gosh, a stop response it. response my mom got. Yeah, she asked for a vanilla latte and they said, we don't serve candy here. That was the <gasps> response. <laughs> Between the DMV and candy, I am just done. This has been the best day of my life. I'm telling best you. Day. So many great stories. Hold on, popcorn shrimp. I don't know why it's the best food mm. on the earth, mm-hmm, but for is. Kingston's birthday, we went to a buffet. Not my choice. It mm. just happened. Don't judge me, people. I'm very anti-buffet, but in this instance, I was not paying for it, and there was characters dressed up greeting him, So it was, and it's his birthday, so whatever. Live his best life. Anyway, they had a popcorn, popcorn shrimp station, and I hit that thing up probably seven times. Oh my gosh, right? Because it's so good. You Let take go four thinking you have Carolina. boundaries, so and then you're like, dumb, dumb, why no. do I do that? I gotta go back. Because no. <laughs> it's popcorn shrimp, and it's not something I ever buy for myself. It's it so good. Yeah. I grew up on it, so it's like, it's something down home for me, too. Oh, I discovered oh, it as an adult. So great. I'm so glad I didn't know that as a child. That's what it would have been on my Christmas list every year. Right, because why not? It's delicious. Give me some previously frozen popcorn mm-hmm. shrimp. I'm it's great. It's heaven on earth. I love it. Okay, holidays. <clears throat> Listeners, we're here for you. We just need to know, we need you to know all the things. That's all. Popcorn mm-hmm. shrimp, mm-hmm. vanilla lattes as candy. Ashley mm-hmm. driving her butt up to Yonkers to find out that she didn't need mm. to change her. It's devastating. You Social security office stories. We're oh. coming with it today. Ooh. Okay. I also would like to say that I have done most of those things during the holiday season. The Social Security and the DMV. <laughs> right. Because my That's kid really is born in December. That's really what we're preparing you for us because holidays are so hard that you eat popcorn shrimp, drink <laughs> vanilla lattes, and do all the things you meant to do because you have a little more time off and no one's working. <laughs> oh, holidays, so man. It's a great okay, lead-in, here we go. To be honest. Tips and tricks. <laughs> Tell me, what are your tips and tricks? The tried and true ones. They could be pertaining to gifting decorating, mm-hmm. gathering, mm-hmm. and then a little later, we'll get on to saying no to some big things so you can say yes to the best things. But what I are the tips it. and tricks? Okay, so here's my decorating tip for everyone. I don't know if you guys know about this, and some of you may have artificial trees in your house, which we did for years, and we love them. They're great, and they're also a wonderful way to save money because you're not buying a tree every single year. But if you are a fresh tree person like we are, Whole Foods on the Thanksgiving weekend, which unfortunately by the time you listen to this podcast, you will have already missed. So please tuck (laughs) this in your bank for 2020 (laughs) so it can really bless your life. But on Thanksgiving weekend, they they offer six-foot, seven foot and eight foot trees for $29.99. What? Yes. And so you can go pick up your best Christmas tree. I mean, I'm talking gorgeous, full throttle, stunning trees for $30. And so we do that every year with the kids. We go um, walk down to our Whole Foods. Well, this year we're going to drive and then put that big tree on the top of the car and bring it back to our house. And so that's a huge way for us to buy a regular, beautiful, big tree that will smell up the whole house and save some money while we do it. We also store things really well. So storage is actually a huge money saver. So when mm-hmm. you have different holiday things like Christmas, if you don't store things properly, or then when you pull them back out again, you got broken ornaments, you got lights mm-hmm. that don't work, you have all the things. And so we've invested in making sure our storage is really nice and that ornaments are wrapped really well and that we make sure that our lights aren't very tangled and make sure everything is reusable. And we've used the same ornaments for our entire marriage. <laughs> we mm. always let everybody go get a new ornament every year, but most definitely from the Target section. And Target also partnered with Hallmark this year 
And so they have all these great Hallmark ornaments for like seven bucks in their, you know, Harry Potter or Star Wars. And they have monster trucks and all these really cool ones for kids and, um, and for adults as well. So that's, that's like our favorite decorating tip. And then I personally, in order to decorate around the house, I'll go to like a flower market and pick up um, some type of garland that's really pretty. So I'll buy like eight feet of garland and I'll chop off the last two feet so that I can keep an arrangement, like make a few arrangements around the house with the garland. So sometimes I use eucalyptus, sometimes I use like spruce, or sometimes I'll use the, um, there's a beautiful pine that has these really pretty blue berries on it. I can't remember the name of it. Maybe it's a juniper branch and that's really pretty. And so when you buy eight foot of garland, you get a whole lot more bang for your buck and then I can decorate my whole house. I have a garland for our mantle on the fireplace. And then I have a few um, centerpieces or things I can stick in the windows that are really, really gorgeous. So yeah, there's a few of my Oh my goodness. Tips. I love your commitment to fresh. Yes. I love the smells. Like smell Oof. is a big deal for me at the holidays. And so we have, you know, scented candles. We love um, Joanna Gaines candle. Um, it's called harvest, but it still smells a bit like Christmas. Just so nice. And anything piney, we are all the way into. So if there's like a I value spot it. candle that smells like pine or Oof, Christmas, gosh, we're yes. into it. <laughs> oh my goodness. What great tips. By the way, I'm a little bit mind blown about the Whole Foods situation. Right? We have a fake tree. And the reason being is because my husband after year three was like, I'm not spending $89 every year. Yep. I get for that For a tree. Like, I'm yep. not doing it, lady. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but it's Christmas. I know. I'm the same way. That's why we had to figure this out. <laughs> right. That is, I, I have news to tell him now. Um, <laughs> we have a fake tree and have had it since that awful third marriage, <laughs> the third year of our marriage when he ex-nade real trees. You know, it's fine. I'm over it. Not at all. But yep, you're not really. We bought one <laughs> that was pre-lit, so we are not stringing oh, any lights. I love that. Um, and they're really easy to replace if you need to. So it's in three pieces. We pop it up. It's up in about a minute and a half, which is nice. Um, so great. And I am a learner today about the storage situation that you spoke of, <clears throat> mm-hmm. because I throw everything, whatever size it is, in one bin and hope for the best, no and open way. it up next year. No. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. I mean, I lose a lot. There's a there's some casualties every year. Has break. to be. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially the glass ones. I just throw it all right. in one big Sterilite bin and say, see you next year, buddy. Yeah. Oh my it's gosh. bad. What? I know. I'm a mess. But um, in my mind, it's organized because it's all in one spot. It's I all in th- one spot. I relate right. to that in other oh. areas of my life for organization. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I could stand <laughs> to maybe, I don't know, bag things up or and or have smaller bins. I know people, this is just who I am. And I'm just speaking honestly because this is what makes life easy for me is mm-hmm. to throw it all in one, right? Yep. Um, for decorating, I'm pretty minimal decor in general in my home. Yeah. Um. So when it comes to Christmas, that same sentiment is present. So I have just a little bit on my mantle. I'm really into just gold and white during Christmas and then a few pops of jewel tones. So it's very, very minimal with just the, even my mantle is just the stockings hung up and they're all um, either fur or a little bit shiny, like shimmery champagne color or um, a darker color fur. (laughs) (laughs) um and just different yeah shades of fur of white um and then a few silver trees that i've had we got our first year of marriage that i absolutely love they have not um gone out of style in my opinion just some really classic cone trees i'm really into those bottle brush trees but i don't want to 
pull the trigger and spend like 40 bucks on a pack of bottle brush trees, but I think they're beautiful. Right. Um, and then on our table, again, we do very minimal. So it's just our tree and it's the, it's mommy's nice tree with all the nice ornaments. And then my kids have a little two and a half foot tree that we do all the fun ones that they've made at school. And my husband was a teacher, so he's been gifted a lot of, um, <laughs> kind of tchotchke style, uh, ornaments because he loved the oh, office or he precious. played the Grinch one year because right. um, he was an elementary school teacher. So he has a lot of mementos from that that he is very attached to. And every year the kids break two. So we're down to like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 11, but we started out at probably 20. Um, and so then we have that little tree for them. And then on my um, dining table, I only bring it out at Christmas time, but I have this um, very beautiful runner that I got in India the first time I ever visited when I visited the orphanage and it's such yeah and it's I only bring it out during the holidays it's so beautiful and so meaningful so super simple nothing is real in my house during the holidays so I'm very inspired by your garland talk I Mm -hmm. have big plans because if I can't get a fig tree I sure as heck am going to get myself some garland because that is just and I have a banister for goodness Mm -hmm. sake like it would be beautiful yes right I mean sister even our wreaths on our door are fake yeah you know what the outdoor ones though I think should be fake because like where I am I put a real one on ours but it's because it's indoor my door's inside but if we had an outdoor one I would do a fake one as well because they dry out so fast and I don't Mm -hmm. have the time or margin in my life to go outside and spray them with water you know to make sure they stay alive I don't want to do that didn't even know that was (laughs) thing it totally is i will send you videos we can link to the show notes guys please don't (laughs) oh i will especially for those who want to create their own i have oh yes do it for the people yes that has some great tips and tricks and tools that you can buy on a budget i am seriously with your um, oh go on with your runner i was thinking about things that we do every year that are not that are really, really cost effective, but are also centerpieces on our table. So for the kids, we've been doing um, an advent calendar every year and Ann Voskamp created this really beautiful one. It's actually a little bit too old for our children, but they love the idea anyway, because the stories are kind of long. So they work a little bit better for older kids. But when you open the book up, it has like a tiny little book inside and then this beautiful um, white tree opens up it's like made out of paper and then every day you flip open a little window and and you open up an ornament you read a story something pertaining to the beautiful gospel story of christmas and jesus's birth and all that comes with that and you hang the ornament on the tree but it also <gasps> talks about things like adam and eve and you know why we needed a savior and so it goes through the beautiful full story of jesus and i really love doing that with my kids and then it ends up being a centerpiece on our table as well um, but it's something that's very participatory for the kids And I don't love the advent boxes that have like candy every day or something because I feel like it's contributing to the whole consumeristic mindset. And while we certainly are consumers at Christmas time, I want us to be smart consumers and not just have our kids expect to get a gift every day or a candy every day, but to teach them that, hey, there's a story here and there's a reason we're celebrating. And it actually matters that we connect and bond over this. So that's something we do in our house that's very inexpensive, but also um, works as a decoration. And even if you don't have children... It's still a really beautiful book that is really, really gorgeous on a table. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. I just wrote mm-hmm. that down. I'm going to – I have heard of her Christmas book, and I know it's still one of the most popular books to purchase during the holidays, especially if you have kids and something mm-hmm. to work through with them. But I have yet to pull the trigger because we've had other books or Advent activities that we've done. But this year, I'm looking for something new, so I'm really excited to look into that. Yeah, your kids will love it. Yeah, let's link to that in the show notes too. Absolutely. Yes. Um, 
Going back to the chocolate advent calendar, I just want you to know, Ashley, you can even buy an advent calendar full of biscuits for your dog at Trader Joe's. Oh, of course you can. That sounds so perfect for Trader Joe's. Like that's so on brand. I don't it's even so know how on to brand. talk about it. It's so on brand, right? <laughs> so on brand. It really is. <laughs> no, it's too good. Um, all right, decorating. I feel like we've we've really yeah. we really hit that one. Let's talk about presents because I really love how you do presents with your kids. And I know we've talked about this on a former podcast, but can you share with us what you get for your kids every year? Yeah. it's so good. And, and this is something that I had heard from Jen Hatmaker years before, before I even had kids actually. Something you want, something you need, something you wear, something you read. That's it. And I, just a little disclaimer, listeners, I am very... <laughs> I'm anti-present. I am pro-experience anti-present. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's so easy, especially for children, for the meaning of Christ and his birth to get lost in gifts. And mm-hmm. as Christ is a good gift to us, I do want to exemplify that to my children. However, I don't need it to be at the expense of my sanity, mm-hmm. my pocketbook, um, totally. Also, just to, as you said about the chocolate advent calendars, we don't need to create this like you deserve, you get. This is not a getting season. This right. is a celebrating season. Very, very um, good. Of holding on to the already but not yet of who Jesus is and what he's done and what we're waiting for. So, mm-hmm. um, in fact, that that those four items that we commit to, we're actually even paring it down even more this year of just what's something you and your brother can share and what's something you need and what's something you can read. So we're paring it down even more just because... They are blessed little boys. They do not need more stuff. Um, And honestly, they would just play with the Amazon box and build something out of that more than they would. They really will, though. That's so true. Yeah, we adopted that, too, after you told me about it, because I'm like, this is a really beautiful way to do it. Um, And then I've noticed every time we're in Target, our kids, especially our oldest, will be like, Mommy, I want this for Christmas. Can we take a picture of this so we remember it? And it's like, well, wait, we have a thousand pictures already of things that you want. So no, we're not going to do that. And we're having to have these talks about what it means to not get things. So I feel like this is a new conversation. And we've also asked our grandparents, who are crazy generous, my mom and, um, and Cody's parents as well, are so, so generous so we don't have to do very much at Christmas anyway for them to feel like we're experiencing something but we've also started for both their birthdays and holidays to invite the grandparents to consider giving it an experience which I know you spoke to love that Whether it's like oh piano lessons or maybe we can talk about putting kids in karate this year like one year mm-hmm. my mom gave Levi swim lessons so I think that there's some really great opportunity there if you have in-laws or family members who love to buy presents that you invite them to contribute towards something different that would be a blessing to your children but something that will go much further than a toy that's probably going to end up in a toy box and in the garbage in six to 12 months anyway. (laughs) Right. And Ashley, when you think about your childhood, perhaps you remember a few really key Christmas presents that you Mm -hmm. got growing up. But a childhood is made up of experiences, Mm -hmm. not presents. It totally is. And it's made up of those swimming lessons and having oranges on the sideline at your soccer game when you're eight (laughs) years old. You know, it's remembering those experiences that are just etched in your memory of 
Like this is what was my formative years and this yes. is what we take with us. And so I think I love that being able to gift, as you said, piano lessons or vocal lessons, whatever yes. the kid is into, I think is really, really a great ask for grandparents or anyone else who is speaking into their life. And of course, books, always gifting books. Yes. If there's people in your life who, you know, aunties or maybe if your faith community has some surrogate grandmas or grandpas. Um, books are always a great thing to add to their library. Yes. And also to your point about, you know, creating experiences, I think gatherings are a really big deal too, because Mm -hmm. what you remember from your childhood very often is who you gathered with at the holidays or who was around during the holidays. And so think about that, whether you um, are currently part of a family or you have roommates or you have extended family members and you think about what is the experience I want to create for the holidays, or perhaps you're spending Christmas alone. I've done that. I know what it's like. We've talked about this before on the podcast as well, but I think that it's really important to think about how can you gather and how can you recruit how can you create refreshing opportunities for both you and others to be able to experience the holidays? Because those are the lasting memories. You remember laughing around a table or, you know, sharing a really great meal or having a conversation that was really meaningful or just some, something that you gathered around that lifted your spirits or that did that for others. And those are the formative memories that we take with us and that you can't replace that. Like nothing is as good as that. Right. No gift is as good as that. (laughs) This is very practical, but I, um, I am just such a firm believer in what you mentioned about creating long lasting, sustainable opportunities to connect with your people. And one of the things I do every year is a girlfriend's night. I always do it on a weeknight because weekends are crazy in December and it is a cosmetic exchange. And so bring something that you love or a beauty product you know, it could be skincare, um, obviously makeup, and everybody brings an appetizer. I provide a signature cocktail for the evening, and mm-hmm. it's super low key, and it's so fun, and it is, it is just, it's just such an I look forward to in the chaos of all things holidays, and mm-hmm. especially if you're a mom, you are so. Most of us are very concerned about making um, positive memories, especially centered around the Lord during the holidays, yeah. and so just to have a night with girlfriends. Um, that's, and we don't even usually start till eight o'clock until everybody's kids are in bed. Perfect. No sitters. Um, I love that. Yeah, totally. No (laughs) sitters. I'm like, this doesn't need to cost anybody except whatever they got on the end cap at Target before they came over for, uh, you know, it's your favorite mascara or, you know, your favorite lip liner or just one thing, just one you have to bring. And then we just fight till the death. And it's so funny. It's so good. It's so dog eat dog. And it's just such a sweet night. Um, such a sweet night. So that's another way, just a really practical way to create a gathering because for many of us depending on your age you may not be in charge of the larger gatherings that you join Mm -hmm. you know if it's extended family or whatever but being able to think okay with the people that i would love to spend some time with how can i make that happen and as ashley said for just your intimate family what are some of the things that you can make happen that are simple reproducible something you don't dread yeah. And something that are meaningful to your children. Totally. Even something as simple as driving through a neighborhood that has lights. Like yes. we did that every year for Christmas Eve my entire life. And now I do it with my kids. So it's so meaningful at the holiday season. It doesn't have to be super expensive. It doesn't have to be you going out on a limb. And I think also have conversations with the people in your life. I've done that in different seasons of my life where it's like, hey, I actually I'm on a budget this year and I just cannot contribute the way that I normally would. Right. And I, I'm actually not able to do that. But here I'd love to show up at this party. I got you a really great card (laughs) you know yeah don't be afraid to be where you are and not dig yourself into a hole in the name of the holiday season like 
whether it's emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, don't dig yourself into a hole. It's not nope. worth it. And nope. come January, you don't want to be digging yourself out. You want to start the year fresh knowing that you took care of yourself and you took care of the people who love you. And so be on a budget in every area of your life and, and it will go well for you. I promise. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for saying that, Ashley. I think also if you're on a budget and, and you just have this sense of obligation sometimes not well placed sometimes is well placed yeah i one time gifted my favorite tomatoes i gave a little bunch of tomatoes to my friends that's beautiful Um, i gave enough coffee beans for like two cups of coffee of my favorite kind of coffee so i bought one pound for like you know 12 bucks and then i just i think sometimes we get so caught up in our sense of obligation to give and i don't know that everybody's as expectant as we think they are to receive something from us And when we can just, as you said, I'm all about a good card. I love a card. And then if you do feel so obliged to give something, if you have a great applesauce recipe or a great, you know, barbecue sauce recipe, whipping that up and putting it in some jars (laughs) and gifting that, there's nothing like a homemade gift. There just isn't. So sweet. Or if you make wreaths. And it comes with yes. a spray bottle. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly right. Bring over some flowers. Like, it's not that serious. Mm. Just your presence is enough, right? It really That's is. Enough. It yeah. really is. Oh, I love that. So happy holidays, listeners. We love and adore you. We hope this was helpful for you. And we can't wait for you to tag us on, on Instagram and all the places and show us what you did. Yeah, we'd love <laughs> we to love see you. it. Hashtag Wido Podcast. Yes. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.